sit back and watch as that uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast live from Bacon in San Jose, California. These are your people, Derek. (laughs) They are. They are. How many years running have we been at Bacon? Oh, God. I think this is our 10th. Wow. I think. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, yes, this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting Memorial Day weekend, Sunday, May 24th, from Bacon at the Santa Clara Hyatt. And, uh, of course, we've got some special guests. That's one reason we love doing live. I mean, let me introduce you first, since you're here, my podcast producer and moral compass. See, I said that without choking (laughs) on it. You did. You did. I'm I'm so pleased with you right now. My name is Rick Brett Snyder. Yeah, the day's young. I can probably... Ruin that you will that being pleased. You will, uh, and uh, we we will have uh, later in our, our news. We'll be talking about uh, Pierce. So I will introduce uh, to my left here uh, a longtime uh, friend of the podcast, showing up every time there's a dance in which she can wear her costume. Oh, absolutely, and especially as Jack Harkness, being someone who can flirt with anyone, that would be me, Charles. That McKeever. is true. That is true. And we have a very special guest today, and we're very excited. So to have excited. Her here. Uh, Toastmaster, is that correct? Uh, here, toast person. Toast person toast to- <laughs> there's toast that's all we Just know about toast. it there is toast there is toast and uh, uh, how do you say uh, actress in a former life according to a recent interview sure. uh, and we are so honored to have you here an author an author well we're going to be talking about all those things because this is a big interview podcast when we Ooh. have someone oh, yeah sorry you're on the spot and that's why you got the award ahead of time darn it Yes, so uh, Amber Benson, introduce yourself. Actually, it's Amber Benson. Amber? Wow. Oh, no. wow. Very I nice. Just, I was just riffing the, on what you said the earlier. The G in there, it's A-M-B-E-G-R. Amber. Amber. <laughs> Amber. So there's a hook in the center. It's French. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's French. It's not. It's well. a color, and it's also the color of your <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm thirsty. <laughs> Excellent. Well, all right. So we're going to say up top, in case you are uh, you know, listening to this on iTunes, you want to come to something live. We do try to tell people ahead of time. Uh, but listen to us on iTunes. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. Please rate us because that's how you get up there on iTunes. We're also on the Stitcher app. You can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com. And if anything we talk about here on this podcast is something that you want to purchase later, not one of the guests, or but, but one of the books or, or toys or whatever we talk about, uh, we do have an Amazon link. If you cannot find it at your local uh, store, your brick-and-mortar store, your small business, maybe in the dealer's room downstairs if you're here at uh, Baycon. Um, but we do have an Amazon link, and you can follow there and order things, as well as there's a PayPal link should you think, boy, we want uh, Fanboy Planet to keep lasting. So please, please give over there. And if you have any questions, comments, criticism, commentary, if something I say here causes you to scream at your iPod later, please uh, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. If you're in the room right now, you are free to ask questions, I think. But uh, anyway, so we shall... Not you, Charles. Uh, I'm not <laughs> free to ask Right, we're smart. Uh, so do we, let's say... Uh, 
let us start by talking uh, with Amber about Amber. Amber. Uh, wow. How, <laughs> is this a scoop? Is this at, a what, at what age did you decide that that was your name? Uh, I, I it was embryonic. I was I was sending psychic <laughs> thoughts to my to my parents. Please God, name me a color. And they did, but with actually, a, but I'm with a, a French twist. With a French twist. Well, actually, I'm actually named for uh, the uh, the bodice ripper Forever Amber. Oh, oh my God! God. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, which is uh, Amber is a courtesan. So basically, she's a prostitute. You are not the first person I know who has that story. <laughs> really? A very dear friend of mine named Echo. Mm-hmm. Her mother was named it Forever Echo. Forever Echo. Uh, named named all her daughters after famous courtesans. Courtesans. <laughs> And her uh, sister's name is Amber, Amber. from yeah. Forever Amber. But, but and I, now I'm going to have to tell her the list. Amber is the best person we've met that is <laughs> All right. under that condition. What, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, should, I should read that book, I guess. I guess uh, so. It's good. I, I read it, you know, as a teenager because I wanted to see what I was named after. Um, it was a little uh, eye-opening, <laughs> bodice-opening. Uh, um, uh, uh, the sound of <laughs> and, and you could just automatically kill Charles's microphone, right? So, okay, let's <laughs> be ready be with it. Be <laughs> ready with that button. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. How you got, got into this? Because, like I said, r- right <clears> now, not getting into being to being named Amber, but uh, you were a child actor. Once upon a time, I you was were a child, child. actor. <laughs> you were a child actor, uh, and I, I read this today. I did not know this that you had gone to high high school with. Joey Fatone, is it? Yeah, I, I lived in Orlando for two years, and I did uh, one one year of real high school, traditional high school, um, before we moved to California, and I started working as an actor. Um, and I went to school with a bunch of the the, the Backstreet Boys and Insinkers. So Joey Fatone and I'm sorry, his, uh, his <laughs> did they call themselves Insinkers? The Insinkers, <laughs> <laughs> the Insinkers. <laughs> no, cool no, it wasn't no, they're now Insunk. They're yeah. Insunk, yeah. No, that was much later, but I knew all, all those like those Orlando Disney, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubber. Well, what wow. was that like going to school where that's there must have been I mean, which is worse, if you were in Hollywood, California or in Orlando, Florida going to high school with everybody trying to be <laughs> <laughs> on the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, yeah, to be to be <laughs> famous, basically. Um, well, in Orlando, that wasn't the case. There were, you know, there were a few kids here and there, but that was, you know, Orlando was it, and it is still a very like transient community. It's very tourist oriented, and you do have people that you know obviously live there year round. But but for the most part, it's it's sort of based around the theme parks and the sort of tourist trade. So you definitely have that, like I said, an itinerant sort of thing going on. Um, L.A. is very different because it is a very much a one-horse town. So you have people that are not in the industry, but the majority of people are connected to it tangentially somehow. So, you know, I, I didn't go to a traditional high school in Los Angeles. I was basically, like, tutored and, and stuff because I was on set all the time. So I didn't really go to school with, with other kids who were trying to, to do exactly what I was doing. We were all tutored together on sets, but, okay. but we weren't in high school together. Okay, well... I wasn't vying for prom queen with, like, who was somebody my age. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know who It doesn't matter who. Thank God you weren't stuck <laughs> in that position. No. <laughs> prom queen. What? What? All right. Okay, we'll take that. Uh, and, 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 of course, uh, Derek was prom queen. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to... to, to, to no, no, no. Bird duty all over that. No, no. I'm sure you were a lovely prom queen. You know what's gonna I'm sure you looked later? really good in taffeta. I'm just gonna go into my closet later, <laughs> take out the crown, cry over it, and dance. cry over it. Don't <laughs> you touch me! Don't you touch me! Didn't you have a tiara? Tiara. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Prom king. I love that the, your children are here for the podcast, and I'm, <laughs> I'm basically saying that you wore a dress and a tiara to your prom. There is nothing and, uh, I can. This is why they've never been allowed to see the shows that I've been in. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, when you live in the theater, basically, you you right. wear everything or Absolute nothing. <laughs> No, no one, no one has wanted to see that, so <laughs> that has Dirk, never happened. Dirk, honest, true fact, Dirk was in a production of Greater Tuna. Okay. So if you know, I've know my tuna. mother several yeah. times. Yeah. No, no Killer Joe for you? No. <laughs> so anyway, um, well, let's talk a little bit about your time then as, as, a, as Buffy, on Buffy, as, uh, as Tara. And mm-hmm. I, I want to tie it into more of what we talk about more often, which mm-hmm. is comics writing. You, um, mm-hmm. you had a chance to, I believe it was with, with Michael Golden? Um, with Christopher Golden. Christopher Golden, sorry. Yes. Somehow I get those two guys confused. Um, Christopher similar. Golden, uh, you collaborated on uh, Willow and Tara comics from Dark Horse. I did. I did. We were, we, you know, we, Chris and I uh, became friends via uh, this, this uh, actress uh, web, web uh, site designer, uh, Ali Costa. And he had just done a comic book with uh, James Marsters and that had gone very well. And so, you know, we really hit it off at a dinner and he was like, I'm, you know, would you be interested in basically doing the same thing? And I was like, that would be awesome. I've never written comics before, but I would love to learn how. And uh, that that was sort of how it happened. And so we did um, we did the one of Blessed Bee uh, books, and we worked with um, Terry Moore, who is incredible. And mm-hmm. it was it was really fun. Um, it was nice to see that the the way that the women were drawn, they look like real women. You know, they're not. And that's what's what's great about Strangers in Paradise. His book mm-hmm. is that the women look like real women. They have curves, and they're not, you know, anatomically incorrect. So that if they were real living creatures, they would fall over at the waist. Um, <laughs> which I, which is always interesting when you see some of the comic book stuff. You're like, wow, that is a tiny little waist, and those are very l- large other things. <laughs> they're children here, <laughs> and Bless that's you. why I bring them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We force everyone into more creativity in their language. Um, so Bazoombas. <laughs> Very large bazoombas. But that wasn't the last of your comics writing. And I think more <laughs> is... Uh, and more interesting the bazoombas did not put no, me off. No, no, no. But more interesting <laughs> to talk, uh, at this point in your career to talk about your, your writing. Uh, so uh, we've just... My son's face now matches the earpieces on his glasses. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Luke. I'm so sorry. Uh, you thought it would be safe. And her hair. <laughs> Um, you thought it would be uh, and you have you have collaborated on a, a, or or actually contributed to other like anthology books there's a series from IDW mm-hmm, I did Tales of the Slayer I did um I did a series with Ben Templesmith um called uh uh Demon Father John's Pinwheel Blues and that was a horror comic and that was so much fun I had a blast I love horror and to be able to sort of collaborate with Ben who I think is really Amazing really ama- yeah so talented and such a nice guy um and that was a blast. Um, that happened because I, I became friendly with Steve Niles, and he was he was like, "Do you want to do some you know some stuff for me?" And then that ended up becoming just doing something for IDW with Ben, which was amazing. I had such a good time being able to be like. And then you see the dog's entrails, and there's an eyeball, and that person's eviscerated. It was awesome. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. It's <laughs> <laughs> all said at the same no, time. That's awesome. I, I have. Only uh, once <laughs> but uh, a few times. Uh, I've made them speechless. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I, I'm ready for some of this. I, I you know, I, 
So, uh, yeah, so you done com- you did comics writing. Is there any in the future for you? Because, I mean, Buffy has kind of got a, a resurgence with Joss officially doing the season 8, mm-hmm. 9, 10. Uh, mm-hmm. My daughter's a big fan of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they, they, they have brought in some of the cast members mm-hmm. to collaborate on Nikki that. I think did. Nick did some. And yeah. He, he just did. So uh, have you been contacted at all, or, or are you, do you have other ideas in comics? Um, I haven't talked to anybody about Buffy comics, um, but uh, but I definitely, uh, actually Chris Golden and I are working on uh, a couple of things, and um, I would definitely like to do more in the comics world. I love comics because it sort of plays on my filmmaking um, interests, because when, when you're, you know, sitting down to write a script for a, a comic book, it's very similar to storyboarding um, a, a film. Mm-hmm. So when I sit down, I'm, I, and I'm, like, rigid, like, I'm not, I, I'm not inflexible. I say rigid, that's not, that's not correct. I just, I know what I want as far as, like, drawing, <laughs> stop! I Stop down there! You're not, you didn't say anything. You just stuck down. Mute! Mute! Okay, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> Charles is a bit rigid, too. <laughs> He's not inflexible though. Wow. But um, <laughs> I've dragged you into my my disgusting world. <laughs> um, but but I'm very much about like you know crafting how I want the panels you know where I want the panels to be how many mm-hmm. what 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 it looks like as far as the visuals of like how it's laid out. Basically, it's like like when you're when you're making a film, you have uh, a camera operator and you have a DP. And so the camera operator is doing a lot of the framing, and the DP is lighting. And so I, I look at it as I'm framing. I'm the camera operator. I'm like, I want to see this in my frame. And the artist is the DP who goes in and just takes what I want to see and just runs with it and does what they want. So it's not that I'm, I'm uh, you know, I, I must have it a certain way as far as, like, the look and the feel of what's inside the frame. But I just, there are things I want to see. I want it, I, I want to set up my shots the way I want them mm-hmm. to tell my story in the visual medium. So, but I love it. I have a really good time, and I'm very detailed. <laughs> I really like that description of comparing it to, to filmmaking. So let's talk about the filmmaking you've done. Uh, sure, doing a lot of short films as well, and a few features. Mm-hmm. One of which I I watched last year on recommend Drones. Oh which, yay! Um, which uh, uh, you know features I talked about it with Rick last week because of being written by Acker and Blacker. Yes, we're big thrilling adventure yes. hour fans. So. Let's talk about drones because I don't think a lot of people know about it. It's a charming no. little comedy, uh, a weird sci-fi invasion in an office space. So, you know, Pretty so much. Um, basically, uh, uh, my co-director Adam Bush and I uh, were friendly with Acker and Blacker via um, Sam Levine, hmm. and um, and uh, and Danny Strong also. Uh, they were all doing you know the Thrilling Adventure Hour, and so we went to a few of them. And then uh, Acker and Black were like, hey, would you be interested in performing? And so both of us each had done little bits and pieces with them. And then uh, a friend of ours was running a production company in Louisiana. And he's like, I have some downtime and some money and we're looking for a film. We want to we want to keep our slate going. We don't want to, you know, a, a blackout period. Do you have anything? And so we we talked to Acker and Blacker and they had this idea for drones and they sat down and they just banged it out and. That is how we ended up going to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, to make an office comedy with aliens. Um, <laughs> yeah, for those who don't, who've never seen this film, and it was on Netflix for a while. And I think Netflix I up, and on Showtime, Amazon, Amazon and Prime has it right now for purchase at like ten bucks. I looked that up today. Yeah, I was wondering. Um, you know, it is. It's an office comedy. We'll have the link in the show notes. Ooh, we'll try. Yes. Yeah, uh, that uh, would be lovely. That, uh, that I like. it's about a. a, a 
people having an office romance who discover, well, the that guy is human, th- right? Th- that there may or may be aliens <laughs> in their office and they're battling and to take over the world. And that it's more, yeah, it's more than one race trying to invade through corporate America. <laughs> it's kind of like real life. Kind of. <laughs> what I found interesting about the script, and I, I saw that you've also done some playwriting, is that I watch that thinking there's no reason that couldn't be done on stage as well. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely... I mean, that I think that's Acker and Blacker's strong suit is they are very dialogue-driven. Yeah. And their their dialogue is funny and charming. It moves very quickly, and it's... And it's uh, it's a bit like iambic pentameter that you either can speak it or you cannot speak it. Because I have <laughs> I have gone to some of the shows and people either get it or they don't. They can either you know they're either Padgett Brewster and Paul F. Tompkins who, oh, are, who are amazing, brilliant at that, genius, Absolutely. Or, or Kirsten Vangsness, you know, who can get in there and just like knock it out of the park. Or it's somebody who's like I don't really understand how to say. And it just falls flat, and it's and it's always sad when that happens because you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. But I think it's just it's an intuitive thing, and they're they're just so gifted at that. You know, they have that. I would say that they're not like Preston Sturges, but they definitely have that that you know screwball comedy pattern. There is definitely a feel that is if when you hear their projects, it's, you know it, it's it, them. It, yes, so they have a very specific voice. Yes. So, are you working on any uh, films as a director, trying to? Do, get things going right now? Um, well, I just uh, directed a short that's going to be uh, at the L.A. Film Festival and with Dances with Films in L.A. And then mm. uh, it's, a, it's a also screening at a women's uh, horror sci-fi film night called Etheria. And, uh, yeah. Where is Etheria? Etheria is in L.A. also. Oh, okay. And so we're starting, the, we're starting the film festival process, basically. Um, but I'm very excited. We're actually playing with Patton Oswalt's film at the L.A. Film Festival. Oh. So the dude, let's see, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3? <laughs> so many unanswered questions in one and two. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not um, really fun. But it's uh, it's three three chicks who are it's sort of their revenge fantasies on on their boyfriend their bad boyfriends and uh, each sequence is sort of uh, very very different from from the next and they're all very stylized. We have a very Kill Bill opening. There's a big action sequence that we we shot over you know twelve hours and rigorously storyboarded and I love I love action and thrillers and horror and so to me to be able to to do three different kind of you know we have we we have some we have some killing in there there's some killing there's some murder there's what was the title of massacre what uh, no this is oh, she, oh, it's, it's, oh, so it's called Shevenge <laughs> what's it. yeah so what's it's the girl version of four rooms um, uh, it's just a remake of nine to five yeah it's just okay. a remake of nine right. to five there we go yeah with guns. We don't put it. We don't tie anybody. Up. Well, we do kind of tie. Okay, uh, see, mm. I see. Mm. But uh, but it was really fun to do, and so we're you know to me to to me like there are there are so few women that do action and horror as far as directing that uh, that I really want to kind of break into that. I want to get in that world. That's really interesting to oh, me. And at the risk of getting social comment with Bacon being women of wonder, and yeah. we'll talk about this. And this has been uh, an issue of great. Uh, we'll just open it up and again talk about uh, other more important things. Not just, uh, you know, that what's more important than me? Uh, no, no, here it is. Director. Here it is. Because, because drones <laughs> is very well directed. Really enjoyed that. <laughs> and then, but it's been controversial in the last couple of weeks because the uh, ACLU filed suit uh, in Hollywood about the inequity, gender inequity in <clears> directing <throat> opportunities. And yes. then I have someone like you here on this panel that I know is a good director and trying to get films going and are in shorts. But you're into horror and action, and why aren't 
why isn't your name in in the mix <laughs> for something like uh, Captain Marvel or uh, oh uh, well, okay or or you want to do something more horror uh, you know or even Friday the Thirteenth Part no. Two in in four D. Um, you know, right now I'm I'm just like at the beginnings of, of my career as a director, and I, I you know I've I've been very immersed in the independent film world, so I'm not sort of in the you know that that's like a different level, and 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 that's something I'm interested in breaking into. Um, but a lot of hotshot males, I mean, just stir the pot. A lot of yeah. hotshot males have done one indie film. Yeah. I mean, Josh Trank. Yeah. Does Chronicle and is handed or a couple of fantastic videos or, or well. Yeah. yeah, music video. I mean, yeah, music videos are definitely where I think they're looking for talent. I, I, you know, I think there are a lot of women who are doing it. I think it's just it's been very much a male dominated world until until now, and and I think it's changing. It is a slow process, um, but it is changing. It is getting better, and it's it's just going to take time. And I was talking to another friend of mine who's also a female director who. Um, uh, has a has a feature out called The Last Time You Had Fun, and she won Slam Dance a couple a few years ago with her feature, The Quiet A Quiet Little Marriage, and she has a five year old. It was a girl, little girl Millie, and she was saying, "We're not fighting for you and me. We're fighting for Millie. Like we're we know that what is happening now isn't really going to help us, but it will help the next generations. You know, it helps us a little bit, but it's a it's such a long process." That her her daughter will benefit from this filing by the ACLU and by people talking about this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it, you know, I do think it is better. I do think there is more opportunity. I think you know, like anything, we have to make a opportun- opportunity for ourselves. And I think more women need to be creating their own stuff. And screw whether you're with a studio or not. That is not what's important. What's important is having a, a voice, having a story you want to tell, and just telling it. And you will find an audience. Absolutely. I truly believe that. Yeah. Okay. Great, and you have been telling stories as well through. Uh, I'll get to acting because we another thing I discovered is like <laughs> things we love. But she acts too. But, uh, well, actually, you have this. Uh, let's say you've got this actress in a former life in a recent interview. So <laughs> let's know. talk about that. Yes, you know as, as Buffy. And then one thing I discovered again this morning: we've recently been getting into the big Finnish audio dramas, and you oh, worked yeah. on Dark Shadows. I did. That was again, oh, fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was a ball. I had a I had a blast. At the end of the table. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You've been so quiet down at the end of the I'm table. I'm trying very hard. <laughs> there will be a Scooby snack for you later, Charles. So I have some uh, I have some gummy bears for you. Oh, excellent. If you're good, you'll get one that I didn't uh, cut the head off and put another head on. It'll be all one color. <laughs> wow. I'm suddenly again silent. So, all right, then we'll get back to the acting. But I, you know, but, but no, no, why uh, you know. We talked a little bit before the podcast began about, about that question: Is why did you decide? Are you officially calling or unofficially calling yourself actress in a former life? Uh, you know, I, I, I said to, to somebody recently, I said I'm kind of retired because uh, acting is a business, and you are constantly chasing it. It is like having in uh, having a drug addiction because you're constantly going, "Where's my next fix? Give me my next fix!" Because you, you know. Acting isn't something you can do by yourself. You have to have other people. <laughs> it's not really. See, Charles. Hey, okay. uh, <laughs> next to you. It is, it is very collaborative. And whether you're doing theater or film or television, you can not You can do a one-person show, sure. But it's not. I don't find it as much fun. It's just not as appealing to me. I like being part of a collaborative mm-hmm. process. But I don't like the, the process of, of the business of show, of mm-hmm. auditioning and... 
you know, uh, uh, running from here to there trying to, to sell your wares, basically. You know, that's, that's where the, the prostitute courtesan thing comes in. I'm constantly selling myself. <laughs> I think you um, named the podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Only if we use courtesan, not prostitute. Courtesan, okay, yeah. Yes. But, okay. you, but you are, you are constantly, you know, sh- selling yourself. And I, I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I've done enough. I've been doing this since I was 14. Like it's been a, I'm 38 years old. It's a it's been a long time. I'm a tired older person. I want to like rest <laughs> on my were much rest older than yeah, 30. I know. It was nice to see you <laughs> wheel, wheel in your walker. Yeah. I'm going to go take a nap now. <laughs> yeah. I'm too old. Today's wow. podcast brought to you by Geritol. <laughs> <laughs> the lovely friend of the Geritol. <laughs> you are a fan of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, aren't you? <laughs> I'm old enough to remember, you know, Lawrence Welk. Yeah, so I remember Lawrence Welk. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just I got sick of of that that process. I was just like, I, I don't I don't want to do that anymore. I've mm-hmm. I've done that. Like when someone calls and they're like, Hey, you want to come play? Great. When I have a friend who's doing a project and they want me to come in and work, great. Um, as far as like going on auditions and chasing the beast, I'm I'm done. I just I hit the wall. Amen to that. Yeah. I totally understand what you mean. You know, and you're tethered to Los Angeles mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you are when you are um, a working actor. You you know they're constantly calling and saying the night before, hey, can you be in Santa Monica at four o'clock in the afternoon? You're like, great. I'm just gonna go through rush hour traffic to go to a thing I'm not gonna get, and then I'm gonna be miserable sitting. Or no, two I'm hours in waiting. Maine right now, but yeah. I'll get there as soon as I can. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not good. I just you know like quality of life. Mm-hmm. My quality of life went up when I said, you know what, I, I love acting, I love making things, but I don't need to be tethered to oh, Los Angeles. Oh, give you a standing oh ovation? <laughs> yeah, it took me a long time. But you're exploring other ways of, of expressing. Well, yeah, yeah I create, so. you know, I'm, I, and I'm also, I'm not just an, a- an actor. Like, I, there are a lot of people I know who that is their passion, that is what moves them, and they are really, they are tied to this business because of it. I have one friend, Sam, who's really smart. She does a lot of local L.A. theater and also works on, on stuff. And to see, like, I'm like, that's really smart because she says, I'm not, an, I'm not a writer. She's like, that's not what I do. I'm not going to do all this stuff. But I will continue to feed my passion by not just being in television and film. I'm mm-hmm. going to, to do things that move me creatively and that you know allows me to actually enjoy what i do and to like be happy when i'm on gray's anatomy killing patrick dempsey basically spoiler and oh then, uh, no i oh. think that was already broadcast wasn't it yeah no, okay right. i don't know for sure but yeah yes. okay oh yes no it was all over the news come on mcdreamy died Mc- yeah yeah she was one of the doctors yeah so okay um <laughs> sorry but, and you've got a lot of novels out as well so the death's daughter series i picked yes. up the first but reading through that um and you just said uh, the witches of echo park is the witches recent? of echo park is my latest one it's very lady friendly it's about Would witches. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. Does, yeah, that, no, does that mean I'm not allowed to read no, it? You're not, no, you're not. No, you are no. definitely allowed to read it. Okay. Um, but, uh, but I wanted I'm very to, lady friendly. You are, I assumed that. Hush you, we haven't gotten you. to your part yet. I'm oh sorry, I'll be quiet. Just, just seeing you over there, all Jack Harknessed out. Yeah, I know you're very There is friendly. a reason. He doesn't dress like that normally. You are yes, everybody friendly, apparently, if you're Jack. Yeah. 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 I once met an octopus, but no spoilers. <laughs> oh, tentacles. <laughs> Um. <laughs> All right, back to Witches of Echo Park. <laughs> and uh, what's going to be next? I'm going to try and get the image of Charles and Tentacles Don't. out of my head. 
Now I you put it in the rest of ours. Just put pl- some boots on it. We'll knock them off. I have a plush cuttlefish in my suitcase. Oh, my God. A plush cuttlefish. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean McGuire, my friend Sean, and, uh, uh, bought me a cuttlefish at the uh, Monterey <laughs> Bay Aquarium on Thursday when we all went. Very nice. I slept with it the last night. It was really lovely. I've never slept with a plush <laughs> thing. And well, again, it's been I'm a very long time. For the third time. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I had like my little cuttlefish on the pillow next to me. The housekeeper uh, here at the hotel kept coming in and putting it upside down and backwards, so it just looked really upset. <laughs> Some people just don't understand cuttlefish. No. It's you okay. don't understand how it's a cuttlefish is supposed to actually. Be shown to the world. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been a long Derek, you had a question. No, I don't know. Which is Echo Park? I had a question. Which is Echo Park? Is of Echo Park? Oh. We wanted to. You, you know, got. You got. A, you got a question. Which, which uh, no, no, you're, you're going with which is. Uh, we can well, come back I want to focus on. Yeah. Maybe is there a sequel coming? I don't. I'm. I, I'm working on that as we speak. I am past my deadline. Oh no! And you're taking the time to be here. Yeah, I thought I would be done, and I wasn't. So yeah, my bad. Luckily, your editors probably don't listen to this. I I hope Jessica's not listening. She's going to come beat me. All right. That's all right. Well, how about talking about being with Big Finish? Um, So you played the young uh, Judith Collins on that? I did. And uh, what do you say the difference? There was some mirror action. There was some mirror stuff happening, some bad things Uh. coming through mirrors. (laughs) So with that that and and, and some work on Thrilling Adventure Hour, you enjoy that the, the audio drama? Um, I do. I, uh, I, 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 you know, I really enjoyed the the thrilling adventure stuff because they're like I said, they're such a specific voice. It was it's just fun to do their stuff. It's so silly and innuendo-y and funny and and and, and well, live and live, which is nerve wracking mm. oh when yeah. you have to sing and you know, like they have you do everything. Uh, and then Big Finish was way m- like it was much more like a controlled environment. We were in a sound studio, you know, we were in a stage, we were in, in a studio, you know, like that. That was a lot of fun, but it was definitely a different kind of feeling. Um, but I, I'm a big audio book re- like lover. That is my, and I've been doing a bunch of those. Um, I did Sc- uh, John Scalzi's Lock In. Will Wheaton and I each did oh. a version of that, and that was really fun. Um, so yeah, I love audio. I love audio. It's the as they the, from the oral tradition <laughs> to the oral tradition. Say it again into the microphone. Well, that's good because we uh, Rick and I we have faces made for audio, so we're very <laughs> grateful for that. <laughs> that's not no, true. No, Rick's very handsome. The the Rick the, has a like like uh, the elder John uh, Hand look going. For, that's made for radio. My when your leg opened, I was like, wow, you should be like. You should, yeah. You, you need it to makes you coward, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's really impressive. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll be back. We're going to shift things a little bit. Thank you, Amber. Are, uh, can I ask her? When I, I, go ahead, ask one. So, because your timing is can impeccable. Can please have a moment <laughs> with you know, her? Just a getting moment? a word in edgewise. I'll eat some timing. gummy bears after. Um, so, comics. I want to go back to comics because sure, you know, yeah. so we're we're we live and breathe comics. Do you read any on a regular basis that are not your own? Not um, you know, I tend to like more of the independent stuff. Okay, that's um, fine. I, I'm a big fan of Sock Monkey. Okay, <laughs> I, love, I love Tony Millionaire, but that would of course go with my absurdist, weird sensibility. Right. Um, and then Alan Moore's Prometheus. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since the last issue. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's over. Yeah. And then, uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Softball pitch. And then, uh, sorry, my my I'm t- I'm my brain. I'm. Uh, Craig Thompson's uh, Blankets is another that I'm I a love huge, Blankets. I'm a huge fan he of. Always, you know, no, I just um, say it's not. Yeah, they should bring Promethea back to the yeah. forefront, make that happen. 
I just thought she was so. Didn't Mick like, Gray work on Prometheus? Yeah, Mick worked. Yeah, Mickey, we, a good friend of ours. Uh, uh, but I think they were in the process of reprinting as uh, the, the a, not ab- absolute edition. I think of there's Prometheus? an absolute edition okay. of Prometheus coming out. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Because if you need to buy it again in like the yeah. third or fourth, it you can go to the it. show <laughs> notes for this show, and it will eventually be a link there where you can buy. It. Eventually, I like that. Eventually, how soon is eventually? Right next to the it's link. It's eventually. Like we'll get to you eventually. Right. All right, I'll so just keep right next to the big finish link. And the, um, no. the drones, the and drones, then, and, 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 and books. several books, several yeah. books. So, all right, uh, you are certainly please come and, and uh, stay here. Interrupt and, Charles and as much as he's in as much as possible because okay. we're getting to the Charles it, portion it, it's, of the. It's, it's it's appropriate after all the interruptions that I have given you. Yes, that's the point. All the made. interruptions you've given me, Charles. Well, mm. you know, some things <laughs> are better left unsaid. <laughs> okay, uh, so well, that's great. I don't even have to find a sound effect for that. <laughs> Charles. It's time for Screeching Monkey. <laughs> no, if you'd known our history, there would be no oh poor Charles. Yes, so, uh, uh, so you're here because, of course, I believe is it, it's in two weeks is the... June 6th. June 6th. That's uh, yes. two weeks away uh, from this recording. Or what, what, are you, uh, what are you doing on June 6th? The, she's tied to Hollywood. Um, I will be in Los Angeles. Oh, what are you guys doing June six? Tell, oh. tell, tell. All right, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm yeah, gonna absolutely. wish you were there, and it's you're gonna wish you were there. I, I, I'm already. Give us the official titles for the Piers, uh, the Piers Historical Recreation. Spell out the acronym. This is the acronym actually stands for. The acronym for Piers. The anacronym. The anacronym. That's good. Anachronistic anacronym. That's good. Yes. No. Piers is Period Events and Entertainment Recreation Society. Yes. And uh, we just have a lot of fun dancing is really what the title means. Mm. Uh, We take historical events. We take fantasy events. We take any event you can throw at us. And we turn it into a dance. Mm. If you have ever had an opportunity to waltz, to tango, to spin, to twist, to have a good time. Well, you've caused our sign to be all Twitter-painted. No. (laughs) Just the sound of my voice. Can Our sign got off the, the vapors. Wall. Yes, uh, I'm not sure if that's not the first time that's no, happened. No, anyway, but uh, go ahead. But uh, th- th- this particular dance is the Doctor Dances, hmm. 1756. Now, uh, any Doctor Fu, Doctor Fu, Doctor Fu hands. Uh, what a great mashup that would be. <laughs> Doctor oh, Fu, Doctor Fu Manchu, we, the Doctor Fu fighters. We have Doctor Who fans in the house. Do we have any Torchwood fans in the house? Just you know, for me personally, because <laughs> I've been doing a lot of studying up. I'll be playing uh, Jack Harkness. Uh, I'm sure there's Captain Jack who to tie in with Big Finish they just announced last week they're going to be doing Captain Jack audio dramas uh, and he's coming back John oh Barrowman well is actually playing Captain Jack is for the audio Captain dramas. Jack ever not coming back <laughs> I mean let's just eventually yes it, well even well face could even stars network kill him so if you're a fan of Doctor <laughs> Who and you have uh, if you remember the uh, the woman through the fireplace event yeah uh, there is a uh, the girl in the fireplace the woman girl, girl, girl. In the, fireplace. the girl in the fireplace well she starts off as Although a I like so the title of the, the episode. Fireplace. So yes. to say, say that the ti- it takes place somewhere in the middle of the yes. episode, The Girl in the Essentially, Fireplace. Essentially, if, if I may read what our, our author, who is writing the script for all of this, uh, Mr. Christopher Knight, who is a fantastic author, uh, has come up with, is moments after charging through the mirror to rescue Madame de Pompadour <laughs> and being trapped in the past, the doctor realizes he is surrounded by countless familiar faces. Other time ships are opening time windows into all of that time, and in that one moment, it's the beginning of the time agency, and a bunch of time agents appear to herald its birth. But Jack Harkness, in, well, you know, is no ordinary right. time agent. Right. No, not Jack. 
he has his own plans, waiting to discover the origin of the time agency and manipulate its hold on his life. Can the doctor fix the time ships? Get everyone home and make sure Jack doesn't impregnate half of time? Wackiness ensues. So, um, Which half? <laughs> oh. uh, well, there is no halves with Jack Harkness. Uh, and there is simply wackiness. I take so yeah, I take issue with that description, but yeah, go ahead. So that you know that that is that is directly from the author, but uh, of our events. But what really matters is that what Piers does is we give everyone an opportunity to dress up into whatever you want to dress up as. You can come as yourself. You can come as a French courtesan. Cortesian. <laughs> looking is over. Is that a type of courtesan? dog? No, courtesan. Amber, you are welcome to come. Oh, Amber. Amber. Cortesian of the Cortesian. You can come as yourself. I think we had our Cortesian well on our family's property. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Yeah, didn't they make Coors? Was yeah. that bottled oh, water? Yeah. So bottle, bottle the end result, though, is that uh, what Piers does is it water. gives everyone an opportunity to enjoy the sorts of things that we enjoy here, but also fold into that an opportunity to learn classic dance, uh, English country dance, waltz, tango, swing, those sorts of things in an environment that doesn't feel stuffy. Uh, we have three guaranteed doctors that will be there uh, that are <laughs> signed on. Interest? Uh, no, no, f- the fourth doctor. So someone will uh, be there as the fourth doctor. Yeah, I believe I it's the 10th and 11th. I don't yes. think anybody can... Uh, I, I, no I'm Peter really Capaldi's hoting yet. that a that a, a bug-eyed uh, a, you know I'm, I, uh, Tom Baker is my doctor. I'm sorry, yeah. well, Tom right. Baker will always be my doctor, and I'm hoping he shows up. But we have three guaranteed <laughs> doctors, and that part's not actually likely. But go ahead. Yeah. There, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but the the point of peers is that that we give everyone an opportunity to have fun with the fantasy that we all love to enjoy, and also throw in a little bit of historical knowledge or entertainment knowledge and learn to dance and be able to basically as Jack Harkness and I'm going to say this as politely as I can with your children here please do uh, horizontally performing what (laughs) oftentimes translates into a vertical expression Oh, that did not work. Your daughter is too yeah, smart. I, I think you meant it the other way around. But no, no, Wait, maybe vertically and horizontally. No, no, no. You're There's right. going to be a yeah, mambo. It's right. it's okay. Anyway, yeah, it's a mambo. Uh, it's the yes. forbidden dance. There'll be a lambada. Uh, you're right. Lombada vertically Doctor and horizontally. Who. I did that wrong. Uh, yeah, you oh, did. It's damn. all right. Um, perpendicular to the... That's why I usually write your lines. Uh, so anyway... Um, but uh, you do you can learn to dance. What time is the event on June 6th? Uh, yes, on June 6th. It'll be in Alameda, and it is at the Alameda Elks Lodge, which is a gorgeous facility. If you've never been there, you've never had an opportunity, just to see the building is worth going in and, it, and just seeing how, how beautiful it is. But it's the Alameda Elks Lodge. It's uh, uh, 2255 Santa Clara Avenue in Alameda. Our doors are going to open at 645. It's nice that we're in the Alameda room right now. We are. It feels like it's... How apropos. And look at that. I said apropos. And look, Bad Wolf written right on the wall. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, Dance lessons. I like that people are looking. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone did glance around. That was nice. Wait a minute. Um, Dance lessons actually start at 7. So if you've never danced before and you feel really awkward about that, you can show up at 7 and we'll go, look, here's 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. And it's fine. You just smile and keep moving. Uh, That (laughs) happens at 7. That's what they always say. Smile and keep moving. Mm -hmm. Go. Uh, yes, uh, and eight o'clock is when the actual dance begins. Tickets are twenty bucks, and the website for peers is peersdance.org. 
Mm-hmm. I'm asking you as if you yeah, should as if know. I know. No, that sounds um, about right. It, it, I think it is, right. is now. We changed it. I think very if you recently, look up peers, P E R S. But if dance, you look up Piers Dance, yes. it's PiersDance.org, and you'll find us, and we would love to have people come and, and play. And that's $20 in advance, $25 at the door. That is correct, that's yes. That's really reasonable, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, and the event goes yeah. to how late? Uh, it goes until about midnight. We try to respect Alameda and let them actually get Someone to, has to. <laughs> the neighborhood gets <laughs> yeah. to go to sleep. Uh, but uh, but imagine, let's see, what is that, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, four hours of getting to dance with me. Now, now, Charles, I've done that for free. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I love you, sir. People have tried to trick me into going to Piers events before by telling me that I don't <laughs> actually have to dance, that I can go there and I can just enjoy the hijinks that ensue. I don't think things. Rick has ever been tricked, though. Uh, it, it is true. I, I, you can just because stand on the sidelines and just enjoy been, the fun. But there have been you. There have been prior peers events where there have been. Rick, I'm like, sorry, but if I see you on the sideline, uh, <laughs> you really expect me to look at a man of your gorgeous stature and <laughs> just let you stand there? I wobble in those heels, especially <laughs> when your when your wife is a killer costumer and would probably dress you very appropriately. Yeah, she would. Oh, she had, she's happened. undressed him appropriately yeah. as well. But that's a different. That's two slaps in one event. Can I hear that one again? I need to cut yeah, that okay, in. Yeah. There we go. That's good. There we go. So, uh, our own sound Unbridled library. sexual so tension <laughs> down there. Prior, prior peers events. Come, come over here. Move your chair. The one that I've seen video from and, yes. and a lot of snapshots was the black and white ball with Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne and yes. a couple of um, ca- colorful characters that showed up. And because we had Lee Press on. Well, absolutely. We yeah. had the Joker climbed up on top of me and we and we danced. We did dance. Yes. Uh, Bruce Wayne. The vertical and, mambo. Uh, yes, it was the vertical mambo. The vertical. Um, yes, it was <laughs> up, not as opposed to the right. horizontal mambo. Yeah. I'm understanding now. Yes. Uh, so, the, but the thing is this: you can show up in your street clothes, and we will we'll mm-hmm. let you in and accept you and enjoy your your being there. You can show up. We we had someone show up at a black and white event that was a. Uh, it was. It was uh, not a Marvel hero, was it? Because that'd be no, wrong. No, no. City. It was. Uh, we did a village event. We did a prisoner event, and someone showed up in a Tarzan outfit. Um, Works wrong village, but, but okay. But yeah. it's okay. <laughs> uh, we don't mind how you arrive as long as you enjoy yourself. Right. Good. And we don't care how well you can dance as long as you are having fun. And we mentioned, I mean, th- there is a scenario there we just talked about, not just to create a setting, but there are little scenes that happen throughout yes. the night. Yes. The way that we the way that we organize the event is that the band can only play for so long without actually stopping to, to work their, their muscles and get their fingers right. relaxed. So during the breaks, there will be uh, times when those of us that are deeply involved in the event will come in and uh, and move the story along. So there'll be little scene vignettes of the, the doctor's uh, Last time that we did a, a doctor dance, we had a lovely uh, homage to Benny Hill, <laughs> where we had <laughs> sort of the <laughs> exactly <laughs> no yes exactly that <laughs> where we had everyone running in and out of doors and that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah. at high speed, and we have a maximized version of that planned for this event. Oh, very good. Uh, so <sighs> when the band is taking a break, the fun does not stop. Uh, there is uh, there is a an open bar. Uh, that is uh, no host bar, of course. But uh, so if you can't stand watching me talk <laughs> anymore, you can go to the bar. I'm there. Eh, I'm mixed. Yeah. I, I, I'm really waiting. Sure. This time, are you going to show time up? For sure. Can you? Will you promise me a waltz? I will promise you. You will. Will waltz. you promise me photos of that? 
<laughs> I am expecting, ladies and gentlemen of the of the fanboy planet. Uh, I, I think oh that you God. all in that community need to say that that Rick must arrive at this ball and he must dance with Jack Harkness. It's really too bad Rick couldn't be here today. <laughs> I think there it should be there should be a there should be a vote from your uh, your fan base and whoever comes in saying yes, so you should show up. Right in, dance with him. right into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I just don't know what else to say I, about that. So say nothing else. I, I think I think you should uh, write into uh, to to peers and tell <laughs> peers at their exactly. website because I think somebody might delete all the information. <laughs> no, 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 I control the email. Oh, do you control? <laughs> yeah. If Derek controls it, then absolutely get into editor at Fanboy Planet and uh, and vote for vote, should Rick attend vote. and dance with Jack Harkness because I'm waiting for you, Rick. Well, you know, and I, my okay. heart is I feel I, I feel that in the past I felt bad about sometimes embarrassing. You, but right now, this <laughs> is this is delicious. More. There is no gummy bear Amber could throw at me that would be as I tasty disagree. as your expression right now. <laughs> I'm looking at the gummy bear she has in her eyes, and I think that might win. Oh, but all right. Oh. Okay. Should Don't we, we have some news? Can we talk a little bit of news? I wanted to <laughs> find some news uh, before we wrap up today. Uh, you know, that would fit in with the Women of Wonder theme. Go. And I got an email. Uh, Bacon's a, Women of Wonder. Bacon is uh, Bacon this year. Bacon? Women of Wonder, not Bacon. Don't no. Well, that would be great. Bacon, uh, Women, and uh, Wonder. And wonder. Shh. Oh my goodness. Uh, and um, <laughs> anyway, different theme. I want to talk about Spider Gwen because a couple of things have come up over the weekend about Spider Gwen. I, I nearly got, I, I was bidding on a Spider Gwen print by Mr. Cho. By Frank Cho, yeah. When he's got her in the Spider Woman pose. Yes, which has been very controversial, yeah. so don't. <laughs> I, I dropped out at $35. So. I'm sure it went for much more than that. Uh, but Spider-Gwen, uh, we love fine. The four fans, by fans, or is it by fans, four fans, one of the, one of the there's prepositions involved, uh, just released on Friday a, a whole huge line of Spider-Gwen paraphernalia, including the hoodie. Now, the hoodie's if you've natural. gone to Have WonderCon... Oh, I've seen. Uh, I follow Kate on Twitter, and she was their model. So she's oh, okay. also a Excellent. comic book artist, writer, aficionado, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So, if you've been to Baycon, uh, to WonderCon, or or any of the more comics fixated uh, conventions, there's been a lot of Spider Gwen cosplay, a character that's hit by a storm. So you can go to We Love Fine and get all kinds of things: t-shirts, leggings that are Gwen. But apparently, over the weekend, to uh, support Aloha, the new Cameron Crowe movie, uh, Emma Stone said. Why, yes, I would love to to play Spider-Gwen, oh and there's God. nothing that says that I wasn't wearing the costume under my <laughs> regular costume <laughs> in the first two films. And so that has caused a flurry this morning of, of news sites running with, uh, could Emma Stone play Spider-Gwen in Sony, uh, for Sony slash Marvel? Wow. Do we think that's a good idea? Are we ready for the parallel universe? I mean, the Flash television show has proven... I think an audience can uh, can accept the parallel universe concept. I will go. I'll go to the mat on this. Just based entirely by the sheer energy and talent she expressed in the uh, Tonight Show karaoke off uh, <laughs> that she did with Jimmy Fallon. Ah, uh, yes. I think there's nothing that woman can't do. Yeah. She is so. <laughs> but seriously, she's an amazing actress. I'd love to see her in a. In a I, she could carry a, a, the lead role in a superhero. Uh, and, well, no, no. I certainly in a superhero movie, but, but could we could we make? Do we think that Spider Gwen would be a good cinematic idea? I'd love it. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So. I'm back to having no idea what you're talking. Oh, about. Okay, for those who don't, they, they launched last year, and my son will nod because he's read these. Uh, nod, they, they, son. Did, they did this multiple universe thing called Spider Verse, where okay. there was a villain going through all the different dimensions, killing everyone who had 
been bitten by Consuming. the radioactive spider. Consuming their life energy. Okay. And one of them, which became this huge hit, was there was an alternate universe where Peter died... And Gwen had been the one bitten by the sp- spider, oh. and so she's hiding from Captain Stacy the identity that she is uh, that she is Spider Woman because they do actually call her Spider Woman, right. but they didn't want to call the book Spider Woman because they already have one. They have about five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, and so she is the was she the drummer for the band the Mary Janes <laughs> and they had a yeah. Uh, yeah Luke's nodding he knows he's got this memory here. Uh, she's the drummer for band the Mary Jane. Some uh, alternative group actually recorded the song that was written out in the comic book, and that's been big on the internet. And so suddenly, that was like in September or October, and the cosplay, I guess actually it was September, because no, by, by New York Comic Con, they were invaded by Spider Gwen. So it was a big thing, and now she has a solo <laughs> wow. She has a solo book, and it's this okay. alternate, and then this whole new Secret Wars thing. It's very clear that you're going to have Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and a living Gwen Stacy on the Marvel Earth running around as Spider-Woman. In addition to Spider-Woman and Aranya and whoever else is Silk, there. Silk and all, all those. Okay. And, and so uh, it's a big fan favorite. And so there, we've explained I it. I kind of love being on your podcast <laughs> because I can show up as somebody who has no idea what he's talking and about, then you about go his off own and stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. P- pretend it, and then I get all this education that you guys are fantastic. Thank you. And I still have to lean, you know, get my son's nodding of approval. Am I telling this story correctly? Because you know, you know I'm raising the next Everyone generation. Everyone needs a fact checker, and, <laughs> and he, he is, is your Wikipedia. I just he want to recognize that Luke has amazing posture. He's just like, <laughs> just, just uh, I well, wish. And, and when he's not slouching down in embarrassment at what his father is that's saying true. on the podcast. That's and so true. Both kids are far. Nicer than than I am. I just <laughs> yeah. <gonna Okay>. <laughs> great, great to see you both. That's that's f- fair enough. Uh, the I'll other never be back, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> Not if I can help <laughs> it. Uh, but but uh, the other big thing uh, we forgot to mention on the podcast last week because it had been announced before is that if you recall, uh, also September October, DC had a line of alternate covers, the DC bombshells. Yes, the nineteen forties poster art by an artist named, uh, or at least designed by the I should style say. emblazoned I on think, many a fighter. I think, uh, I think Adam Hughes actually did some of the art, but it was Aunt Hugh, uh, an artist named Aunt Lucia who had done. Right the actual design work. Uh, they released them out as statues. They're a very popular line of statues, and they're on glasses, you know, drinking glass. They've announced they're going to, DC is going to do a, a, an ongoing series called Bombshells. DC Bombshells. Uh, and written by, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, I still hate to use the word diversity, it's just inclusion. It's just a fair voice. Uh, Marguerite Bennett, a, a writer who I'm not familiar with yet. Uh, I say yet because I'm intrigued by her approach. Uh, but at Denver Comic Con, she confirmed that in this universe, the Waynes live because the the male superheroes don't exist. The heroines <laughs> come first. <laughs> oh wow! So the Waynes are saved by Batwoman, and young Bruce Excellent. will never become Batman. So it's got to be the and opening it, sequence. I'm I'm very fascinated. So what by happened that to Batwoman to make her Batwoman? I don't know yet because <laughs> all we've seen are these covers and these statues. We don't know what what it is except they're all going to be. Coming together to fight crime. And it's um, it's got to be, it's got to be. Period. Then they've got to set it back. It's going to be set in the forties, yeah. and, and 
back there because there's rules, right? Right. Like, there's rules, and I still <laughs> consider that uh, less of a less of a violation. You don't of want the, them to be Batman mythos than you know Gotham. So you don't want to be right. them okay. to be current day, and Fair we enough. just like to dress like this. This is heavy. No, no, we, we do like to dress like that. Uh, yeah. no. I mean, it's Batman. Totally. No, no, no. I you would, don't want totally. the bombshell. Oh to no, be right, in current right. Day I'm sorry. I, I thought oh, we just this is just the way we dress. Well, I would dress as a bombshell. I'd be fine with that. I don't. I now okay. We already the image you didn't want of me. Now I'm stuck in my brain is Derek. Dressed as a bombshell. I, I did that for the complete history of America. I remember. Was an, an I was there sister. for that. I saw yeah, the front okay. row. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry. It's a comedy. It wasn't like meant to be serious. All right. So, anyway, um, there we go. Uh, I think, gee, is that the time? I oh, my is. goodness. I hear, I think I left the cat running. <laughs> I Remarkable. Think so. I think we've got time enough to give something away, don't we? Oh, we ooh, do. let's give something let's away. Let's give something away to the audience. Oh, uh, Luke, could you bring my bag up? Let's uh, let's see. We've got a number of people in the audience. I want to, let's quiz against something we talked about during the show. Wake up the guy in the back, yeah, Tom Galloway. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. We've got a variety of books. Uh, sure. Uh, who's been paying attention? Okay, to okay. What something. We ourselves have said. Show of hands. I got an award. What does peers stand for? Oh, who is listening? Oh, oh! Tom's going to show of hands now. If you don't give Tom, just for you, if you don't give the answer right, you have you owe us five bucks. Sorry. Oh, but he almost oh. raised his hand. No. <laughs> the thing is, I think I've got three of the four. Three oh, of the four. Okay. Well, maybe. I mean, we, no. I think we need. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, we got. Oh Excellent. no! Is no. It's, no, it's one e missing. Yeah, There's an e missing there. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm not sure. Period, event, and something recreation society. Exhibit? Are you not? Entertaining. Ah, uh, so. <laughs> who said entertaining? All right. There, there you we go. go. Oh, I think the gentleman in the back. I, I've got plenty of things. Um, so Let's I've got a stack of sponsored by St. Martin's Press. Uh, we have several uh, sci-fi oh, fantasy you novels. Ooh, I want. Is that Kurosabi? Uh, kin, Kinslayer? Kinslayer. Unfortunately, book two. I don't have book one. Nicholas Kaufman. Oh, Nicholas Kaufman. Should I keep this one and read it? Yeah, he's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, give it to give it to her. No, no, I I have it. I know it has it. It's awesome. But you choose one of the books. We have uh, a Diablo novel by Nate Canyon, uh, Storm of Light. Also, we have a book about uh, adorable manga, kawaii manga, adorable. Diane's on business by Nicholas Kaufman. Uh, We are indie toys. If anybody's in the maker uh, thing or uh, Kinslayer by Jay Kristoff. Come pick. And I think we have to give out. I think you guys were very yes. close. You also Both in the back. You, Come on up and pick uh, a book. Yes. Once he woke up, so he was you're, there. While you're picking, uh, Tom, can I ask a question? Are we allowed to talk about Comic-Con yet? You can say it exists, but you can't say when. Okay. <laughs> I can say it exists, but we can't say when. Uh, Comic-Con Tom, does exist? No, we can say that exists, but that Tom Galloway has graciously invited me to participate again. Uh, it, you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, in the uh, Pro Fan Trivia Contest 20th at anniversary. 20th anniversary oh my. of nice. the Pro Fan Trivia Contest, depending on Mark Wade's uh, participation, I may be hosting or I may be competing. Ooh. Uh, okay. And uh, so next Tom and question I are switching if, roles if, there. If, if I could suggest, the next question is: Is what sort of snack food does the lovely redhead at the end like yeah. best? Well, no, not like best. What does she have? have? What does she offer to throw at you? Oh, throw! Oh, no, 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 that's, that's too easy. She was <laughs> well, uh, she she actually gummy bears. <laughs> gummy bears. Okay, yeah, it may be too easy, but I got books I'd rather not take home. All right, all right. <laughs> so come on. I have an, uh, and so I go for the easy questions. Shush. Uh, the next easy. question. Well, and yeah. If you if you raise your hand, you need to be prepared. 
to answer right away. What is the Fanboy Planet call sign that we went over at the beginning of the session? Oh! <laughs> you. You yes. guys, very excellent, good. very good, very good. So coming up, we have the Kawaii Manga book and the We Are Indie Toys. Now that's a program; it's oh, not there to give away. And the last it's last book, things on it. I, I can give away the last book pretty easy. First hand up, who has a question for us? Who? Oh, all right, Tom Galloway. But I have Why to take the, the book. Only one who's, who's now parsing that to the tune of "We Are Misfit Toys." <laughs> <laughs> we I think a you couple of misfits. Is that <laughs> yeah, that's yes. different? Isn't no, it? No, no, it's same. Is it same special? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I just want Tom to t- to have the "We Are Indie Toys" book. Okay, picture. Tom gotcha. gets the "We Are Indie there Toys" book. Do I get the bacon? Uh, uh, you can. Of uh, well, I like to keep <laughs> those in thumb. Is there another later. one I could find? Is I'll bet you can find. Before one. we should, could you just save the pictures for me? They're what? pretty. No. There's women and they're scantily clad. Oh, shush. So Are we there? should no, before we not. before we shamble off into the into the mind into, of into the mind of Jack Harkness. Charles, <laughs> yeah, don't blame Charles. Jack Harkness. Oh, Do not please. blame Jack. We are the same. <laughs> Do you want to take it away? You have your your regular rumble of uh, of things you say at rumble. the end. Of the get ready to rumble the top. So there we are. We thank you so much for uh, your participation. This thank to Bacon. Thank you to Amber Benson. Absolutely. And thank you to Charles McKeithen for showing up. Uh, and that is a thank you. Yeah, it's sincere. And uh, of course, again to review what is said up top, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on the Stitcher app. You can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com, where there are also Amazon links uh, to several of the things we've talked about, and you can also uh, just. Follow the Amazon search box, and if you cannot find that at your local brick and mortar small business, uh, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Especially if you want Rick to dance with Jack Harkness, <laughs> right? Oh on yes, June sixth at the Pierce. And we event. do want to say we have not yet figured out where. Uh, and and not quite exactly when, but we are rapidly approaching. I think this is a, this is 399. episode three ninety nine. So the next podcast we do will officially be the four hundredth episode awesome. and some change. There Very are some, good. There are some like A, B, and C episodes that floated around out there, but uh, you know, and uh, sub episodes and uh, yes, and and BBC episodes, which is <laughs> actually true. No, that's actually true. Yeah, um, and uh, so. Anyway, uh, we'll be so you have to check on the site for announcements about where and when that or will be. Or the Facebook page. Or the Facebook like page. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter at fanboyplanet.com. So whenever that may be, we'll 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 be there for you. We're I'm Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com. And I am Charles McKeithen. And I'm Amber Benson. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use, use your powers, powers only for good. I didn't get it right. <laughs> ah, ow, 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 ow. The lady doth protest too much. Oh, it's so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much. Can I get a nice round? Give yourselves a round of applause. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com. Fade-in music sample for this episode was Face It Tiger by the Mary Janes, performed by Married with Sea Monsters. They can be found on iTunes and at Bandcamp. The power of brains compels you!
Okay, I think we got this down. No, nope. uh, you're on Steve, now. Stop. Oh. Go. Stop. Go. Thank you, Dr. Seuss. I would like to thank Steve <laughs> Mix for uh, enduring being taught improv by me 20 years ago or 24 years ago or however long ago that was and uh, for, uh, for caring so much that I deserved an award at this point. This is the, the – this may be – no, this is the second award we've gotten for the Fanboy Planet podcast. So thank you. Thank you for being – for being the second, but always number one in my heart. You know, they say just being considered is award enough. But having an award that I can actually do physical damage to someone with all these pointy little points, Steve, I can't tell you how much that means to me. I uh, must give an acceptance speech right now, and I think uh, that uh, was it. I'm sorry, it's your turn. Oh, i got to do it too, don't yeah. I? Yeah, uh, you're the best qualified. I'm really, really honored to to receive this award. I'm not really sure what it's for, but I know that I did some really good work, and yeah. that I am being recognized for it, whatever that work was. Uh, you're stalling last night. My stalling, my stalling last night. You hosted real well on top of that. Thank you. Stalling was impressive. <laughs> my stalling was impressive. Not a lot of my people stalling do stalling as an improv. You know, but you're, you're, since uh, this is the Mixie Award, thank you, Mixie Awards. If we say it backwards, are you banished from this dimension for ninety Mix- days? Yixim. No, you have to say X Y Z Z Y. Mixie's Okay. All right. I think this is probably a little. I high. didn't get an award, so no, he didn't know you were coming. Aww. I just took pictures. If you knew you were right. coming, you'd have gotten an award. Well, or if you have one, because it's California. Oh, after and I believe all. I was on the panel with you last year. Okay. I believe yeah, you were. In right. fact, I think that was an amazing <laughs> event, and here we are right at Memorial Day. So, okay, Charles. Uh, again, oh. I am I am especially honored to be given this award <laughs> uh, by someone who uh, has served for the country and is uh, honorable in my heart in a way that I can only pretend to be on stage. So uh, three stars. That is more stars than I've ever gotten on Yelp, and uh, thank you very much. How many stars does your father have? Uh, my father has many, many stars. Okay. Yes. All right, so that was that was uh, Charles's sound check, Derek. Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean mine wasn't a sound check before? Yours is already. We didn't di- you're already what you dialed said. in. That didn't matter. Yeah. Right. All right. So I here we sound are. Like a little girl. Let's see. Da da da. Yeah. yeah. Amber, let's hear you on the mic. Oh, I guess I have to. These are. Oh God! I cracked. Very my, small. My helmet. For my baby ears. Oh, I should do some talking to you, you shouldn't should. I? Just I should it. chat. Let's, let's move this up so you don't, have to, you don't have to hunch up. There you go. Oh, don't be very afraid kind. of it. Thank you. Okay. I'm very, very close to you now. Are you right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to go? Are you ready, audience? Yeah. We have a couple of things that happen during the show. We have an opening where it'll be pretty obvious where you're supposed to go nuts and laugh and <laughs> cry and mostly applaud. <laughs> and with this number, we need you to really go nuts. You're really going to have to make up for the, the lack of physical bodies with your energy. Now, at the end of the show, we always close with a, with a, our, our call sign. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of difficult because I think it was before we started drinking doing the podcast we came up with this. And we don't do that. So um, the the call phrase is, we'll be, we'll be exiting by introducing each member of the cast. So... 
and we'll throw it to probably Amber first, then Charles, then Derek, and then it'll come to me. And I'll say, I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to. And at that point, everyone is welcome to join in and say, use your powers only for good. It's not use your powers for good only. It's, it's Should we test that? You want to try that? Should yeah. we do it? Before we're Everybody ready? ready? And I'm Rick Pressnetter reminding you to use your powers only for good. Now, people who are on mics do not need to shout. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything but shout. I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting that. I'm, Turn my I'm mic down. Turning you bit. down a little there bit. There you go. You Pretty know what? I said that to you ten years ago, and you hit me. You'll be I off and still blowing the speaker. <laughs> One more time. Let's try it. And I'm Rick Brett Snedder reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers only for good. Excellent. You're all wonderful. And with that, That'd I'll start. Good. I'll start in three, two, one. Listen up, fanboy. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast live.